there, C-Note here, and welcome back to Happy Chemicals. My name is Christian Rivera, and welcome to the 500th episode of Happy Chemicals, a podcast that has been all over the map <laughs> and has had all sorts of different uh, iterations, right? It really started as what I called C-Note's Media Madness. I was starting to talk about media and stuff. You could see those at the earlier episodes. And then it changed to dopamine, where I wanted to talk about mental health and personality. Then it became dopamine and other happy chemicals. And now it is happy chemicals. And uh, this episode's titled New Game Plus because, first of all, it's the 500th episode. It's a bit of a milestone and a marker. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And going forward, it's a way of signifying for me that everything from here on forward is a um is a bonus level. That's kind of how I feel about life right now. Like I've I've done so much. I feel like I've accomplished so much. I'm really I've I've done everything that my younger self had set out to do. So now I'm living the bonus stages of life and really trying to enjoy myself as best as I can. I've still got a lot of work to do, which is why this episode will be short because I've got work I got to get to. But uh ultimately this podcast has been an opportunity for me to figure a lot of myself out publicly, and I appreciate you for listening and being a part of that, and hopefully it's been helpful to you. But something I realized is that with the varying projects that I've tried to start over my life, that I've been piecemealing myself, and this podcast had been kind of that as well. So something that had changed recently is I got rid of the social channels for Happy Chemicals, and I'm getting rid of the teachable uh, platform and I'm moving all my courses to Dropbox and I'll put a new link and stuff like that. If you go to cnote.studio, it'll go to my link tree, which has a link to my Dropbox and courses. And that's just going to be a place where I put courses that I've made, uh, downloadables that I come up with in the future. And it's going to expand just beyond being an INTP because I'm, I'm actually working on a bunch of art pieces that I wanted to make into a coloring book, and I might eventually just make that a download, which I think is a very therapeutic process. Uh, largely, this podcast is, first of all, this podcast is going to stay, and the YouTube channel will stay. The YouTube channel is when I have specific INTP things, and this podcast, which will also post to the 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 YouTube channel, will stay as a place for me to kind of express things. But the challenge that I'm wanting to do and bring into this kind of new game plus era of Happy Chemicals is to bring more of myself to the table. So I'll probably talk about more topics, not just mental health, but things that are interesting to me that come to mind. And it might be more than one topic per episode because I don't know why I gave myself that rule that each topic, each episode has to be one topic, but uh, I can certainly try a little bit more of a potpourri of stuff. This isn't going to be on a schedule again. It's just like, you know, whenever things click, because I have other work that takes priority. But this is kind of some of the shifts that I'm making. So in the past, I've tried making like a video game website. I tried making an art website. I've tried doing writing. I've tried doing all sorts of various things that as I'm starting to do work within myself to make myself feel more whole. That also means the representation of myself also needs to feel more whole. So that means not splintering amongst different channels. And, you know, it's a little bit of a weird 
grieving process to get rid of some of these things, to get rid of some of these uh, social channels that I've been working on for five years. There's something oddly, um, I don't know, there's like a rest in peace quality that I'm laying this to rest. But it's also a part of me that's like letting go of handholds that have been holding me back from moving forward. So it's it's very much necessary. Um, there are two other topics I want to talk about real quick. One was the idea of, uh, I came across an article this morning related to inflammatory foods and uh, particularly that inflammation is linked to depression in that in animals that are wounded or, um, you know, escaping a fight, the inflammation in the body goes up in order to uh, encourage the animal to rest, right? And so there are two things that come to mind, particularly in in the U.S. related to that, one being that we are anti-pain in this country. We have a lot of, uh, we don't really have a healthcare system. We have a pain management system. And the other part is that um, there's the avoiding pain. And then ah, and every time I say that there's two things, I always forget the second thing after I say the first one. <laughs> um, uh, we have a pain management system. And well, largely the idea here is that, oh, and we're we're not very good at rest. I should say that too. <clears throat> And those are two things needed to properly heal. And I think that goes for emotional wounds as well. It's really, we have to, on an individual level, take, we have to take rest. We have to take, uh, we, we have to take the opportunity to heal from pain. It's not really encouraged in the culture and society, right? And it's some of the programming that is needed to be detangled. So I imagine that with chronic stress and not letting ourselves rest, constant busy work, and having a pretty high wheat-based diet in a lot of the foods that we have, uh, high sugar content, soda, um, simple carbs, all our inflammatory foods. And uh, it's recommended that the anti-inflammatory diet is typically more of a Mediterranean diet, so like spinach and leafy greens, uh, olive oil, uh, tomatoes, um, uh, nuts, walnuts, things like that. And, uh, like salmon, fish, kind of a pescatarian diet almost. And, um, you know, steak is also, uh, flammatory as well. So, I mean, if you're like, you know, not dealing with that problem, then, you know, steak's fine. But, um, and anyway, these are not rules. These are just like experimentations. And that's another thing that I'm hoping that this podcast has encouraged is that over the course of the life of this podcast, it's been about self-experimentation and sharing that process. And I guess that leads me into the third topic because like that inflammation topic is like pretty straightforward uh, and and something that if it makes sense in your life, that that's something, it's something to experiment with, right? Like if you if you're dealing with like bedridden depression, you know, one of the first things that are e- that is easier to change is your diet. You know, stop eating junk or soda, especially if you're trying to heal. Give yourself, bo- give your body things that will help you heal rich nutrients, right? And so it's not like you need to follow the the old cliche of uh, advice of like, oh, if you're depressed, you need to go for a run. Exercise and good sleep is important. But I understand when you're like 
collapsed in terms of motivation from depression, like I find that the easiest thing that you can do is start to change foods in your diet and even then make it something that's easy to consume, like get like cherry tomatoes and, you know, a toothpick and like wrap stuff and make it easy, you know, make yourself a caprese, uh, little mini kebab or something, something that's like really easy to put together so that you're not exerting, you know, you're not needing to call on extra motivation that's not there. So, you know, that's something I'm, I'm needing to work on myself is, is improving my diet and being consistent with it. And then the self-experimentation part leads me to the last topic, which is about AI and what I hope it will encourage in people. And what I'm noticing about the sort of rampant uh, obsession with machine learning and the products that are coming out is that, first of all, it's, there's a lot of janky stuff out there. Um, and janky stuff that is assumed to be high quality because they are enabling people to do things that they never did before. So when someone shows me like a tool that cuts someone out from the background on a video, that's amazing in terms of the tool, but usually the end product is not always great. Like you still need human intervention to make sure that you're getting high quality, uh, a high quality product out of it at the end of it. Right. So some of the best iterations that I've seen are like little implementations on piecemeal individual levels, right? Like Adobe products have uh, auto, you know, an AI generated, uh, I think it's called Adobe Sensei, uh, auto generated uh, color grading, right? Or auto generated captions or auto reframing and stuff like that. And there are little things that like, I think AI is best for those tools. Even that doesn't quite get it right. Auto reframing is more for uh, in motion. And when I'm doing a static podcast edit, it's moving the camera unnecessarily, right? So these tools are not perfect. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to work for every use case. So you still have to be a human being that learns skills. And I think that's kind of the rampant hope is that like, you know, these, these tools will just do the things for me and I don't have to think or be a human or be creative. And that's ass backwards, <laughs> you know. Um, I think what I hope AI will do is eventually encourage people to self-experiment, have a greater appreciation for more of the subtle qualities of being a creative professional, which means developing taste, which means refinement, which means uh, psychological awareness of your clients or of your um, customers. And that you can't just ask chat GPT to write sales copy because it's going to give you the most generic ass thing possible, right? You still need to figure out the human connection component. You still need to bring your experience to the table, which is not easy to put into words on the internet. And so generally speaking, I think, I think people have had a challenge of you know, using Google, especially my generation, we've gotten very comfortable with using Google and facts and, and sourcing facts and, and sort of trusting a lot at face value. Whereas, uh, there are certainly opportunities to question ourselves a little bit more and question facts a little bit more or question, um, not question in terms of the external, but to at least self-validate, meaning that if I tell you something like the anti-inflammatory stuff, 
that's an opportunity for you to self-experiment. Change your diet, see how you feel, right? This is not me telling you. And if it doesn't work, it's not about like, oh, Christian said it was this and he was wrong. What an idiot. Like, it's not about me. It's about you. And I'm hoping AI and chatbots and all these things will encourage people to remind them that it's about you. It's not about the tools. It's not about people's relationship to information or it's not about who's giving the information or the source that you are ultimately the deciding factor of whether or not this is true for you. It's a very introverted thinking INTP statement, but I do think that's very much lacking for a lot of people. And even amongst INTPs who are, who can them themselves get ideological and we can get very focused on the outside world and we can kind of abandon our introverted thinking if there's wounding around it, because not everyone likes introverted thinking. And so trusting yourself and hopefully it's encouraging people to over time, this is not an immediate thing to eventually trust themselves a little bit more to say like, Oh, okay, this thing gave me this. And I'm actually not sure if that's true. Let me find other ways to validate by finding multiple sources or, you know, overriding what I'm getting from the chatbot by saying like, Oh no, my experience is different. And that's ultimately it. My experience is different and trusting your experience over just a chatbot. I think chatbots and things like that will be useful for people starting out and figuring out how to use these tools. But eventually it's going to be about uh, trusting yourself and finding a way to uh, utilize these tools through yourself, not in lieu of yourself, if that makes sense. So this has been the 500th episode of Happy Chemicals. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. There will be more. So stick around, subscribe, like all that fun stuff. And, um, ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hope that hopeful that you can hang out with the new iteration of this. And there are all sorts of previous episodes as well to go through the catalog and see if there's any topics that resonate with you. Certainly that would be fantastic. So all of my stuff is now living under one, one roof. If you go to cnote.studio links to all the things that I do, photography, video, uh, the courses are now being moved to Dropbox from teachable. And if you have, uh, if you are one of the students on Teachable, I will send information on how I can make sure you get uh, the the downloads from Dropbox. And then, um, uh, trying to think of any other housekeeping notes. I think that's really it. You know, wherever you find me or follow me, I'm at go. I'm at Let's Go C Note on all the social channels. So follow me there. I'll be posting more stuff about myself and. You know, if you have any topic suggestions or curiosities, hit me up there and I'll share on the podcast. So that's it. I appreciate you for listening. Thanks for being here. Happy 500th 500th episode. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. See ya.